Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We are your guides through sordid tales of pop culture, drugs, and saying the word fuck a lot. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis. So now is your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous, so please don't hurt yourself or your loved ones. But do subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mile Podcast Quarantine Edition. I am one of your hosts, James Thomas. With me, as always, is my buddy, Dave. Dave. Hey, what's going on? This is weird as fuck. Things are bouncing all around on the screen. It's weird doing this quarantine, right? It's yeah, weird not being in the same place. We're doing our best. We're coming up with some innovative ideas, and uh, you know, this might suck, but who knows? This could be great. I think it is. I think it's going to be really exciting. And with us, over to my my right, apparently, is Miss Nancy. Nancy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How how are you? We're doing good. We missed you. We're glad to see that you were able to stream in since you can't come to the house anymore and do those things live. Well, we're all quarantined, so. Your hair looks amazing for being in quarantine, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. It's my natural color. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with natural colors. And then, of course, the number four here, one of our favorite people to have on the show, the host of probably the most five-hour content that we ever put out on a regular basis. We have the Nerd Corner himself filming from what looks like a badass Nerd Corner loft that you clearly yeah, live in there. I, I have a different uh, background that... I, I'm getting set up. It's finishing downloading now. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> corner. Glad to be here from this fancy looking office. I'm I'm about to change it though. I have to see. There's a lot of money in streaming apparently. Oh, you're right, man. We all need to get on Twitch because the nerd corner seems to be popping up. Oh no! It was alive the whole time. That's not what I meant to have happen there. <laughs> I thought it was as real as my hair. <laughs> oh, and our guest tonight. Coming in from who moved here from out of state. He's in the same state as the rest of us are, but he's quarantined from, from the rest of us. Our buddy, the very funny comedian, Santori. Santori, what is up, my friend? Hello, sir. How are you? Oh, we are doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm very impressed to see that you, we're looking at your ear again. We, you will get used to this. We've had a few minutes of this, and Santori, we look at his ear a lot on the streaming video. So I, I do love that. I have to tell everybody, Santori, you are out of the five people on this screen, you are the least technologically uh, inclined person out there. So the fact that you were able to actually even be in this video, uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it comes a time when you figure out that you need to find time to figure things out. And let's just say I have a lot of time to figure a lot of things out. And technology happened to be one of them. So there it is. Uh, Dave, <laughs> I think I added an extra time. one of you in there. Let me get you out of there. No, don't do that. Uh, don't remove. Do that, don't kick me I'm out. I'm removing you. I'll put don't you in the room. Audio's better on my phone, James. The audio's better what on my happened? phone. What happened? Are you in, where are you? Are you in the back cave, Chris? No. I'm not <laughs> Batman. <laughs> what? I'm this is what happens room. if you give me a green screen and an option to be anywhere. <laughs> I'm I'm in a living room. You're in the bad cave. What yes. the hell's up with that? I've made, I've made some changes to the Nerd Corner Studios. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's really easy to fight crime when everybody's locked in their house. You're very unimpressive. Oh, yeah. Man, uh, I'm doing know. it all remote these days. Virtual <laughs> 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 ass kicking's happening from Batman. Um, so we're going to do this a little different than you guys are used to us doing because we usually have, like, really strong, free-flowing conversations. But working and video and with everybody having – we don't have much of a delay. We're pretty smooth, I think. Yeah. But there could be a point where all five of us talk and we're on top of each other. So it's going to kind of be like a back and forth, a little different. First thing we're going to talk about is on Dave's list is what have you been doing, which is, in my mind is a crazy question because we've all been doing the same thing, sitting in a house. <laughs> but we'll let Dave start us off. Dave, what have you been doing in this quarantine time? Well, my wife was a presumptive positive, so we were in quarantine for two weeks. Um, so I've been, uh, doing a lot of creating out in my studio. Um, I've been writing a bunch, editing. Um, I have a short story compilation of a bunch of different authors with my publisher that are writing uh, coronavirus related fiction tales. Uh, they're putting together for a book. Um, uh, James and I are working on some other things. So mainly just watching a bunch of shit on TV and uh, being creative. That's how I'm That's using really it. all we can do. I mean, that's, I mean, there's, you can be creative on the side and you can also watch a bunch of shit on TV. So it's that kind of like side balance on that nerd corner. Chris, what have you been doing? Because you have the studios, you know, you, 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 you have the studios right in your background. Have you been doing some, some amazing stuff? What have you been up to? Um, not a lot, actually, despite having the studio actually, uh, Finishing up on school, had classes that started right as the world went to hell. So been catching up on that. But now that that's caught up, have a couple of things that I'm going to be working on that I want to get out since I got my Oculus Quest, doing a video, showing people free games, stuff like that. Um, have a couple of things that uh, I'm going to be working on. Uh, with you and some other people filming some uh, nerd corner stuff and of course the streaming trying to get back into a normal schedule with that but yeah getting back to as close to normal as is possible right now so that's been my focus but about to have a and clearly work on the back cave and clearly yeah, exactly, on the exactly. it requires it's a, lot a lot to maintain and alfred is one of the i mean he is high risk for this so he probably not working as much as he used to Especially no, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, he's got good health care. That's, that's yeah, what's really important. I, I hear that. I hear that about Wayne Healthcare. Um, Nancy, Nancy, we haven't seen you for quite some time. What have you been up to? What, what exciting things have been happening? Oh, man. Well, um, I have to work from home. So I haven't been doing nothing, but it's nothing worth, like, talking about. <laughs> you, you are, are an essential worker that can work from home. Um, that and then... You know, I've, 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 I don't like being locked in a house. So to be honest, I took a hiatus. I worked on my music show for a while. And let me tell you guys, if, if you're there alone or if you're freaking out, like mental health is real and you do need to look up what your resources are in your area and you need, you know, you need to reach out. So I've been focusing on that a little bit because this is scary. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm not the only one who's scared. I don't think I'm special, but I'm just not handling it as well as everyone else seems to be. So it's a lot to be separated. It's a lot to people don't like there are some of us who don't always like to go out a whole lot necessarily. It's one thing to decide not to go out. It's another thing to be told you can't. Yeah. 
you know, all of a sudden those things that you just, you kind of say, you know, you want to check on your mom or whatever. You just, right. you kind of miss it. So, right. but it, it, it's, I'm, I'm feeling better and more positive And so I'm ready to get back to work. And great I'm happy meme. to see everybody else is healthy and, and doing good. Yeah, we are definitely happy to see you, Nancy. There's a great meme that says, it turns out that my three favorite things were eating at restaurants, going to non-essential businesses, and touching my face. And so yes. it's it's absolutely true. I still touch and, my face, though, because I haven't gone anywhere. And yeah, I watch nice times every 30 minutes. So right. it's like it's safe right. at home. We, uh, a good lockdown keeps people pretty safe. Yeah. Santori. I'm touching my face this entire time and now self-conscious about it. <laughs> right, right. You know it more. Like, you still do But you're like, oh, shit, why? Why am I doing it? Even it's as the you're beard, doing it, you're like, I really shouldn't be. Yeah. But See, it's with your, the beard, it's your face. I'm, that's how I indicate that I'm thinking to people. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is how I remind mm. myself to keep my head up straight. Like this. Right. Like this. The classic real estate shot. <laughs> nice. Santori, our comedian friend Santori, I've been seeing some live streaming. I know that you have uh, been – Why did you? Well, I'll let you tell us. What have you been doing, man? What have you been doing? You moved to Colorado and you've been locked down. What have you been up to? Uh, I've just pretty much been, um, you know, sitting in the house, making some videos, doing a podcast Wednesday nights, and uh, pretty much uh, – accepting the fact that this is still going on and just like wow but uh trying to do the best i was thinking about uh going to georgia you know go bowling or you know <laughs> yeah, that's true. i heard they're six, i heard they stand six feet away from you so it should be pretty good it's, it's uh, wide open. i might go to oklahoma right. i'm not sure you know thinking about it. but yeah I'll, I'll, i might go to georgia go bowling i'll come back i'll let you know what the score was you really want to eat in a whataburger no I don't. I don't know what the hell is going on. People are ridiculous. You know what I didn't even think about with the bowling alleys? Shoes. They make you rent their shoes. Well, you know, it's all good because they got that Lysol can. Oh, that's spray, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you're all good. Okay. They got that Lysol can. Take care of the shoes and everything else. It does. Stupid. That Lysol is uh, gold right now. You can, That's going to be curing all the infections in your blood. So I wouldn't be giving that shit out. Yeah. You hold on to that shit. Yeah, I have like half a bottle left. I don't know what I'm going to do. So stupid. You can cure so many people with that. One well, yeah, they, you know, Lysol disinfectant. I mean, they have all the things that you really need at that point. I really think it's UV lights. We should all go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Isn't that what he was saying? There it is. All right. I'll go to the beach. It's a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, if any idiot ever took the advice of what some moron said about infect yourself with like bleach or whatever, and they happen to die i just you know not to be a dick or nothing i'm not gonna feel bad for you if you yeah. do die because of that you're an idiot and you pretty much deserve to die and we're good without you that's right. what i'm gonna say i just can so, that a little my audio may have changed around a little bit dave said the earphones were being a little scratchy so i hope i have better audio coming across this is the okay i'm giving you the okay not the white power okay this is okay make better. sure those are very similar nowadays. You know, that, no, that's what a white power okay. person would say to cover up for <laughs> white power it is. I mean, I don't want to do it, but isn't it this upside down? Yeah, I think it has to do with upside down. It's upside down. It's also that, like, made you look game. That, like, yeah, that's what we're playing. The person that normally hangs out with us is no longer on this video because he won't be on the video. Let's talk, stop talking about white power things for a minute. Yeah. I, and let's go <laughs> to the next thing on Dave's list. Because funny enough, 
we, we talked about what our lives are like in quarantine because we're all doing things from inside quarantine. So I would like to know, and I'm going to start it a little different this time. I'm going to start with Santori. Santori, on the other end of this, what's the future going to be like? What are, what, what are we coming out to? And let's not be boring. Like when we first come out, it's going to be reminiscent of what it was. But like, tell us when we first come out and predict us five years from there. Well, let me just put, let me just say this real quick. From the year, I say, I'd say 82 to 2000, I have never, ever been afraid of society. And I think after 2001 until like right now, I'm pretty scared shitless to see what these idiots are going to do. I have no idea. I mean, because the way people are acting now and the way the things are so diverse right now and everyone's so confused and just, I have no idea how it's, I really, I would like to hope for the best, but. The way people are, you know, how this is all rolling out and playing is just, I'm scared shitless. I have no idea, man. And I, I would like to come out with like good positive thoughts and think that we're all going to be cool about it. And I hope for the best, but I really don't know. Like, I think that when people like, when this is all over and they are cool, I mean, I think that since we've all been like so intimidated by this whole thing and we're all like been like cooped up in our house that we don't know how to act towards each other now because we like learn how to be like so far apart from each other i think like the interaction is going to take some time this is crazy. Like, it's been like six weeks that's but, but i but i kind of i get where you're going on that uh right. and what about you what do you think do you think sam do you think santori's right on this do you think that uh we should be scared of our fellow citizens at the end of this and then five years down the road are we going to be drastically different that is kind of who are you asking? Who did you ask? <laughs> I asked you, Nancy. Oh, I thought you said, I thought, I thought, never mind. I thought you said Anthony, and I was like, there's not even an Anthony on here. Oh, no, Nancy. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I think about it's going to be like? Um, I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be back to normal for a while. I think there's going to be a combination of people who are more vulnerable and their doctors are going to recommend that they still continue to social distance. I think they're going to be people who are cautious. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of these businesses that are urging to open right now because they won't get past 50% capacity at best, they're not going to make money. They're going to end up closing, you know? And so I think when we're, when those of us who choose to come out later come out, I think it's going to be a very different um, community maybe. But and, and I think little things are gone. Like, I don't, you know, my day job, I'm in sales. I think handshaking is a thing of the past. Right. And that's a weird, weird concept. I've been doing that for 12 years. Just shaking strangers' hands. I hear the Wakanda forever. That's going to take over, which I'm completely fine I'm with. I'm fine with that. I've been doing the Prince Charles thing. I like that one. Yeah. You know. Those block things always good. Live long and prosper. No. No, I not go with that. No. What about you? What no, about you? Pretty male. Well, I don't right now. Sorry. What do you think? What do you think we're looking at at the end of this? What's the future? Who are you talking to that time? Chris. That's you. Okay. That that is me. Um. <clears throat> I, one of the things I've been thinking about since the beginning of uh, the whole pandemic, and I had seen it was initially out in uh, Wuhan back several years ago in uh, February and they were showing that in the elevators out there what they had to uh, replace the buttons it was a cheap fix it was using the Pepper's ghost effect uh, so what you see for the ghost in the Haunted Mansion 
and it was basically a touchless elevator button. And it got me thinking that um, the the political, the economic things, I, I can't even begin to speculate how that's going to shape out. Um, but I think from a tech side, what's going to be interesting is, and, and I don't know why that thing stuck out to me, but I think that's representative of, you're going to see a lot of small changes, things like that, that you won't really notice right that i think are going to come about as a result of this especially because if this is going to cycle around for a couple of years which is what most of the experts are saying and we're living in a more connected society right. i think mitigation and preventing the spread of stuff like this it's going to be blended into the technology which is why i say that small things like that you know that when I saw that, I'm like, well, why are you pushing an elevator button? It'll be a bunch of cheap fixes. It'll be small fixes, but I think it's going to be the same way that you look at after World War II, how much of the technology was just blended <laughs> in. Right. You know and, what? And, and you don't think about it. And I, and I think you're going to see the same thing happen from this, that yes, we're going to see some big changes, but the more profound thing is going to be the thousand little changes in your everyday life that you don't even really notice for the most part. Right, right. The things that they just adjust in there. Nancy? It makes me think of like, so Sports Clips has this thing where mm. you could make an appointment online. It's a virtual appointment. And you it would, it would just give you a text like five minutes before your appointment based on how far away your house was on. Like there was a map and everything. And they would text you when it was time to come in. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot more of that kind of stuff, you know, towards, I mean, kind of on what Chris was talking about. <laughs> and and you're right. It will just kind of slide into the this society and you won't even notice it it's just going to be more conveniences almost at first or eventually it requires all generations to adapt to the technology that is presented to us for the situation that we're going through now so if you're a latecomer to technology santori you know <laughs> welcome it's a it's a perfect example you would have not popped it up and learned how to do zoom if things like this wouldn't have happened because you were just a, you were more comfortable going and seeing people in person and interacting with them in that direction than you are now. Right, I'm, I'm old to. school. Yeah, you're old school. Yeah. But old school had to adjust. What about you, Dave? Right. What do you think? What, what, what's your thought on this? What is life going to be like after quarantine? It's going to take a long time for people to be confident to leave their house. Um, there, there's two types of people. There's, there's the type of people who are kind of like me where like, you know, everything opens up and then I will jump in the deep end and then there's gonna be people who are really hesitant um for uh, to go out um i'm a little bit more confident because the chances that my entire family had this thing are pretty likely so the chances of me getting it again are pretty small so i i we test the negative and uh you know heather just tastes the negative on her uh retest so that means like you know, we, it's not going to be very likely for us to get it. So I am one of the population that will jump in into the deep end. Um, but I think the majority of people are going to be really hesitant to leave their house and they're going to do so in small increments, maybe a movie here, or maybe they'll go to a restaurant here. Mm -hmm. It's not going to, it's going to take a really long time for people just to feel comfortable with going back out. And I'll tell you, it, the first time that there is a, a small outbreak anywhere in the country, it, people are going to freak out and kind of jump back in their hole. So it's going to take many, many years. Um, 
business is just going to have to adapt uh, because you cannot, uh, amusement parks cannot operate as they were. They're going to have to adapt or they're going to die. Restaurants are going to have to adapt or they're going to die. And so the next five years, it's going to be all about adapting to the world now. Um, But on the other side, on a more positive side, one, there's going to be a fuckload of babies in about nine months. You know that's going to be a fact. Uh, but number two, there is so much creativity going on right now. Uh, look at all of the musicians putting shit online. Um, like I said, uh, I'm starting uh, a small uh, short story um, book, and it's about COVID stories. And, and people are telling stories. They're, you know, Jimmy Fallon doing his thing from at home. Uh, I mean, there's so much creativity going on that we are going to see a resurgence in fresh ideas and with yeah. some that we were definitely lacking. I think, I think you're right. I think we'll see a large level of creative things come out of this. I think that uh, people who are generally creative who may not have had the time to do anything will, will do more things now. People who aren't creative but just like to complete projects will find projects for them to do. For one, I know there's a lot of different tools to allow you to be creative, including painting in virtual reality, which is I'm going to throw to the nerd corner and let him tell me a little bit about creativity. What about what's going to happen with this virtual world, Chris? Because you were really our uh, ambassador to VR at the moment, I would, I would say. What do you think? How do you think that's going to play out after this? Um. I mean, just looking at a numbers perspective, I was reading a story today where they said VR chat, which is second life uh, for VR, so ostensibly a chat room, but people can make anything, so that's all the good and bad that comes with that. Um, I, I think you'll see, maybe not for like the average person right away, things like that becoming bigger, but... I, I think for conferences, for distance learning, that's definitely going to become a thing. Uh, I've gone to a few uh, conferences in Altspace VR, uh, which is a social platform um, through uh, educators in VR and looking at how to uh, conduct research and studies. Uh, I know that HTC uh, last month switched to a virtual conference for their conference they're going to be having about uh, VR. So I don't know if it'll be, you know, all VR, but I think you're going to see a lot more use of technology like that. These virtual meeting spaces, whether that's you putting on a headset or logging into a client on your phone, I I think that's going to be huge. I know that with the few events I've gone to in uh, Altspace uh, with their educators in VR group that sets those up, uh, the networking has been fascinating because they uh, typically will have a couple minutes. It's like, all right, here, take two minutes, talk to somebody else. And, you know, I've spoken to researchers. One guy was in Spain and working on uh, finding out if people working for a travel company and finding out what are options that you have for VR travel. I spoke to another person who had just finished their doctorate on VR and elementary education. And it's people that I never would have been able to talk to without this. And I, I think across industries, you're going to see a, a big move to things like that to where if you don't need to have that huge trade show, you don't need to have everyone in person. Right. And, and same with education. If you, if you don't need to have these big conferences, 
you, you can still get these people together and you can have interactions that I think you're not always going to be able to have if you're at a convention center and you're running to get to the other side to make the next meeting. You're not going to have those moments that you will when it's, all right, the next thing's coming up in 15 minutes. Right. I don't have to run. I don't have to do anything. I can spend these 15 minutes talking to what's this person over here? What are they working on? What are they pointed, interested in? A much more pointed way that we do business and price point. VR is really becoming, I, I, we have a good friend, DK, who we will uh, see on a show at a different time. She's going to come and do the uh, James the Giant Country with me. We'll talk to her as well, but mm -hmm. she's looking at getting a VR-based system. Part of the reason that VR has the ability to build as much as it is, is it's become a price point that is comparably affordable to most Americans that like gaming systems as it is. So, yeah, yeah I, I like the... The, the VR future, I, I've played a little bit of it. I, I, I enjoy it. It's a pretty neat little toy. Well, it, it, Ready Player One. If you guys right. have seen or seen that movie or read the book, Our Society, and that might be our future in five, five years is Ready Player One. Well, that's why I think right now, um, as far as tech goes, especially if they get it out, I say while this is still going on, but it's looking like the next couple years. So, if they get it out in the next couple of years, VR has been working on, uh, I mean, Facebook has been working on, I, I forget the title of it, but it's basically their version of Oasis, which I, I think even if it's something as simple as you can sit and hang out with your friends and watch the meme video and comment is going to be huge. That's what's going to get your average person to go out there more so than the games, I think is being able to hang out inside Facebook right. with your friends. Right. A virtual real connection with people that sometimes that can be super far away. Um, Nancy, you were one of the only of the five of us here that is actually still has a job and work is able to work from home at your job. What would you say, how do you feel like business is about to play out? Are we going to transition into a work from home type society? Cause I've read somewhere that, People who work from home are actually more productive. They they spend three up to three more hours a day doing things than they would when they trans when they're at an actual job. What is your feeling about working from home? If it's, is it something that you enjoy? Is it something that you think will become the norm? I loved it. I love it so far. Um, I could see how if it was under different circumstances, like right now, I, I'm appreciative of the ability to work from home, you know? So it's not the same as having to get up in the morning and go to work every day. It's a little bit different. So I, I understand that even that you could burn out on and lose your motivation. But I do think I'm way more productive. Quite frankly, right before I left, I was given a bunch of stuff to do to keep me busy during the two months that I was told I could work from home for now. And I finished all of it, like within three weeks. I mean, as much as I, anything where I wasn't waiting on somebody else, was pretty much done within like the first three to four weeks. Um, I think that there's a lot of old school employers out there still who are not, they're just not interested in hearing it. So it really depends on where you work. But I do hear it within my industry a little bit within a, from other clients that a lot of people are, are starting to look at this as a real permanent working situation. You know, why not? Why make them drive two hours? If you live in Southern California, why should you have to drive an hour and a half for what probably doesn't really pay you enough to make ends meet? You know, I mean, let's be realistic. It, it's, and I've said it time and time again, 
I would take less of a raise one year to be able to work from home because of the money it would save me and the time. I lived in Southern California and I'll tell you what, if there was a way to do anything remotely, if you could do a job remotely, then why does anybody drive? You know what I mean? And I think that's going to be the progression out on that. Speaking of doing remote jobs, Santori, have you just been like going to other people's houses and busting their tables for them? <laughs> no, I haven't. I actually, uh, I haven't been doing any, actually I've been painting around this house. I, my landlord, she's not here, but I've been helping her little handy lady that comes in. I painted some doors, I painted a ledge. Nice. And I just, you know, living off the G-man's money. <laughs> and feeling guilty, by the way. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather go out and earn my money. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like free, you know, I don't like free money. Yeah, but it's like, not free yeah. money. We literally pay into all these programs. Yeah. So that I know, but still. It feels different. That's it does. That's the mentality that business is right. us that we you know. Uh, I mean, I'm grateful and appreciate it, but I'm just, you know, I wish I could earn my money. He's back. Comedian Santori is back with a brand new show that's exactly the same as the old show. Join Dr. Detroit, Jolene, Hollywood Tony P, and of course, Comedian Santori, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Mountain, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on the World Generation Podcast Network. Enjoy the ever-present randomness of comedy on Santori Unplugged. Can you name that tune? Well, you know what we're going to do right now? We talked about the corona part, and we, we have to deal with it. I know it's not always the most exciting thing. We try to make it funny and everything, but that was our big corona. That, that, that's kind of what we see what's going after corona. But corona has also done something amazing to all of us, and it has made us have to watch TV. We have had to watch TV. We have had to watch movies. We had to watch YouTube videos. We had to play games. We had to find a new way to interact with the world. And I'm going to go, I'm going to start with Santori because I know of the other four people here. You were not a huge intaker of media content. You, I've never known you to watch a lot of TV. I've never known you to jump out to go see movies. I've never, I mean, I've never, I've never known you to go to a YouTube on a regular basis. Have you been in taking more content? And if so, what have you loved watching? Well, uh, I've been watching Tubi. I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's kind of like Netflix. I don't have Netflix, but uh, I've been watching on like uh, movies that they show. Like, I don't know if you guys remember a movie called Black Snake Moan with uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, seen that. That was pretty. That's pretty trippy. I seen that. I appreciate that. It was a good movie. Um, YouTube. I've watched a movie called uh, Bob the Butler with Tom Green and uh, Brooke Shields. I don't know if you guys seen that. Yeah, that's pretty good too. I've seen that. And movies that you should not watch, just just a recommendation is Rhinestone with Sylvester Lone and Dive Harton. If there's a movie you do not want to watch, that would be the movie not to watch. Are these movies you're just coming? Did you just come across Rhinestone just recently? Is this something that like? No, because I was just thinking about like you know movie because you guys were doing this thing you know like in movies you guys should watch while you're in quarantine. I was thinking about doing a segment of movies you should not watch. No, Rhinestone was number one. I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah, Don't waste your time. You're not gonna see. I feel that way about that Beatles movie that came out. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. That's why I never went and saw that. 
I, you know, the, all the Beatles soundtracks, you couldn't finish a single song through the whole movie. It was the most frustrating thing. I couldn't finish it. So oh, yeah, you're not going to finish a song, I'm not going to finish your movie. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting, yeah. I, it was an all right movie. It, it was, was a great, it was a great plot, a great soundtrack potential, everything. It, they just missed. Steve McKellen. <laughs> yeah. So do you watch, are you watching TV, Santori? Do you watch any te television? Yeah, see, the thing is, um, so there's no internet here, no Wi-Fi, so, and the ladies, the landlord and the roommate, they have hot spots, and they took them with them wherever they're at, so I'm dealing with, like, old, uh, old good old antenna TV, and I'm seeing a lot of reruns, like Home Improvement, Modern Family, right. News right. Radio, Seinfeld, so I got that. Okay. Are you loving any more of these shows than you would than you expect to do because like i said you have never been one i've never known you to watch i try to think of like watching my by watching santori zone out i'm watching tv and i don't the four other the three other people here yeah i've seen it happen a lot you know not that they tv junkies but they they right. it's something that they do you i've just never known you to do it you always rather be out you always rather be doing something else are there shows, even though those old shows, are there any shows that you were like, shit, I did not realize I was going to like this show this much? Well, yeah, like the Goldbergs. I never watched the Goldbergs, but like, there's like stupid other shows that are on, and then I'm like, I, I'll, I'll set up with Goldbergs. And I actually, I am starting to like that show. Yeah. So, it grows. I, I never really saw Modern Family, and I'm getting all caught up into mm. all the like, reruns, so I'm all happy about that now, because I never really had a chance to really sit down and watch the show, because I was always at work at nighttime when that show was on. So, so yeah, it's nice to get caught up. All right. Yeah, yeah see, I, I thought you would be an interesting play. Uh, we're going to go with Nerd Corner. Chris, what are you – because I think, I think you will talk about things – I want you to go more with like, tell us things that we should be seeing on YouTube. Tell us things that we should, tell me some content that you have been watching that we do not see that none of the four of us would naturally go out and look for. Honestly, I, I haven't been watching as much of that lately. Like I've been going into like my, my deep dive videos on YouTube. Uh, like the, the history things I, I found that, uh, I, I found one guy who just reads through comic book stories and like different arcs that'll take hours. So like, I, I mean, even the nerdy stuff I've been watching has been so like hyper specific. So it's been stuff on the Oculus quest or things like that. Right. But beyond that, I, I don't know. It's I've been doing deep dives cause <clears throat> I, I have to be in the right mood for like movies or TV. Like I saw Knives Out recently, which I thought was fantastic. But beyond that, like I haven't really wanted a lot of narrative. So I've been watching, like I said, comic book deep dives or like film analysis uh, and just geeking out on stuff like that. Although uh, I did put on the other night when I was trying to get uh, a few things done around here in the, the nerd corner studio basement. Um because I saw that YouTube had the uh, Secret of Nim up, and oh, I had not watched that in like twenty something years. And I I love Don Bluth animation, and I'm like, I'll put it on for a few minutes in the background, and then just ended up sitting through the whole movie. And it's it's still as disturbing as it was <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, so fucked up. Well, and and, and I had wondered because it had been so long since I'd seen it, and I'm like, all right, was that one of those childhood things where? It, it was just a lot worse. And then watching it, it's like, no, that, that was horrible. And like it beautiful. 
like the animation's amazing, but it's like, no, that, that, that was scarring. That was valid mental trauma that I got from watching that as a child. So kind of, uh, this is completely off topic. Okay. I felt the same way about watching the dark crystal where when I was an adult, (laughs) I, when I was a kid, I loved the dark crystal. And then now that I'm an adult, I watch it again. I'm like, not only is it not good, but it's fucking scary as shit. Like, I'm surprised that I wasn't more scared as a kid because that's a pretty fucked up show. Oh, the Skeksis are horrifying. Although the Netflix show was really good. And I, I love that they actually did it old school uh, Henson style and spent the money on it. They will probably never do a project like that again because they remembered how much it cost to do stuff like that. I, I'm gonna go with your new Knives Out was great. I agree. As everybody here seen Knives Out. Oh, uh, Knives Out was fantastic. All but the last seven freaking minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's a 24 hour rental, and I started it, and they didn't let me finish the seven minutes because the 24 hours cut off. It's fucking dicks. They'll so never know the ending. But I mean, so- they were already explaining it, and I, I get it, but I didn't get that big feeling of me. Yeah. It, 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 it flowed well. It was, it's probably, yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, yeah, best flowing movies that I had going on. So that's a good shout out. Um, Dave, tell me what I know because I know you watch a lot. Tell me something. Tell us something that will surprise us. Give me something that will surprise us that you watch that you, we have to see. All right. So my, uh, my love of movies kind of goes through all different genres. I just love watching movies. Man, I fucking watched so many movies. Um, I'm just, I just started the, the Beastie Boys documentary uh, directed by Spike Jones. I heard uh, that good things literally about that. just dropped today. I'm about an hour into it, and it's awesome. So if you love the Beastie Boys, uh, that's definitely one. Um, fucking Jojo Rabbit, saw that. That movie was incredible. Uh, um, 1917. Yeah. I think the best movie I've seen since I was in quarantine is the World War I movie, uh, directed by Sam Mendes, 1917. That, it, it, was, that was one I saw in the theater and and was glad. Beautiful movie. It was Just, great, yeah. Everything about it was great. Um, but then, you know, because we're in the time of quarantine, all sorts of movies that should be in theaters are going home. And so, like, Onward. Onward was, like, one of the movies that really stood out to me. Onward was great. Um, yeah. It I loved Onward. Went straight into... On uh, Disney Plus, it was super cool of Disney to do that. Um, Onward is great. Yeah, yeah. That's the movies, that's the movies was, I've seen. It was surprisingly great. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't think it was going to be as good as it turned out to be. Um, Nancy, give us something. Give us something that you saw that you were like, oh, okay, this is pretty neat. Uh, well, I don't know. My style is a little bit different in quarantine. So I, I watched Charlie Says which is a movie of the Charles Manson family, but it's being told just from the three girls' perspective. Like, it's actually stories that were shared between them and, and their, one of their therapists in prison after the trials. And so it, it's just a very interesting perspective on the story. And is it, oh, the actor's name, is it Matt? No. Matt Smith. Matt Smith, thank you. He plays Charles Manson, and he does a great job at it. Um, I didn't even recognize him for, like, the first 30 minutes. It was really well done. So the like doctor that. really went deep for uh, right. that, putting out that alien plot that time. That's, the, yeah. what, that's, that's dedication. 
Oh man, I, no, it, it's very <laughs> creepy to watch the Doctor B. Charles Manson. Yeah, he like, was a dollar. You no, know, yeah, he. But he, you know, kudos to Matt Smith. So that was great. I watched Shaft, the the last one. It was great. I, I saw Shaft. Shaft. I didn't even want to. I mean, I knew I wanted to see it, but when it got started, it was so late. I was like, I don't want to watch <laughs> it this late. And I ended up staying up like four thirty to finish it. it I will so second funny. that. That Shaft is. <laughs> I will second that shaft. James gets the shaft. I'll take the second. No, if you like that, there's Mike Santori's ear. Santori's ear is always in this. Um, no, if you like the <laughs> shaft with Samuel Jackson, which was a pretty decent this shaft, the new shaft is what you've been wanting. It's, 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 it's done well. It is, it is done well because what they actually had to do is they had to, where Samuel L. Jackson, L. Jackson played the shaft pretty well. <laughs> they played the opposite of the shaft in this one. So it's, yeah. Man, we are a bunch of children. We can't say the movie Shaft without <laughs> laughing like goofballs. <laughs> Who's got TV? It's the shaft I've always been watching. Something else so. that I want to say, because I know none of you guys are, are, are probably watching this, but you mentioned YouTube videos, and there yeah. is a there's a girl out there, her name is Karolina Zabrowski, and she's a Polish vintage, like, fashion student. But she does these amazing <laughs> deep dives into um, costumes, like, from vintage and period piece movies. So, and she'll, like, wear them for the day, or, like, show you how, what it would really look like, how to spot a fake, how to tell when a movie used, like, authentic mm -hmm. vintage clothing versus studio-made, you know, recreations. It's really, I, I, for some reason, I love watching her stuff. I don't know what just happened, but your audio just got amazing, Nancy. Thank you. Yeah, you I noticed that because I, I have the one head in. You and I, like, and I thought, I didn't know they were so into fashion. No, no, there was, <laughs> there was a point where, like, it was like you were no longer muffled and your audio just came through, like, crystal clear. Oh. Well, and oddly enough. My more often. Well, and oddly enough, young Eastern European fashion designers was actually the next topic. That we were going to go to. So you were just ahead of the curve I was ahead there. Of the, perfect I was ahead. Yeah. No, I, 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 but seriously, because it is, it is pop culture related. If you're interested in the technical side of it, it is, it's just as much as whether or not people use CGI versus like real special effects. It, it, I'm curious, did they use real clothing period pieces? Were those hard to walk around in? And, you know, I mean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of those dresses weigh like 80 pounds. So. I imagine the answer to were they hard to walk around and if they were authentic in any movie is probably just a blanket yes. Usually, but she <laughs> says that those like metal corsets that everybody talks about, she's like, she says that not very many people wore them and she's worn them for like weeks at a time and they're doable. But, but I hear you can't sit on a stool in those without anybody knowing. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> I guess. I, yeah. I've heard that they would have stools so yeah. if you were wearing your large dress you you're... just kind of lean back yeah and you're like yeah all right um before we get <laughs> my game i want to know does anybody have any tv is there somebody that needs to shout out right now i know dave see that's what i always want to go to so you know what since i kind of know what these other people watch and don't watch dave tell us what on tv are we missing all right so i'll just breeze past tiger king because everybody watched it it was entertaining uh, but we don't need to go into it because everybody's seen it. So they already have formed their own opinion. Right. Um, James, I, you and I need to talk about High Fidelity because that was probably the best show that I've seen in quarantine. Um, I, I love the movie, but the show is great. 
Super great. It's amazing that that story still carries on so well in whatever. It makes me want to read the book. If both the movie and the show are as enjoyable as it is, the book's probably great. Yeah. All right, the other one is McMillions. Have you guys heard about yeah. McMillions? You know one? Yeah. McMillions. Yeah. So um, HBO dropped a lot of their shows onto Hulu. Um, so McMillions is a documentary series about a cheating scam that went on for 10 years down in Jacksonville, Florida, where this dude would steal all the million dollar game pieces from the uh, Monopoly McDonald's game. And then he would sell it to friends and those friends would sell it. I mean, there was like 53 people involved mm. at one time in this scheme. And then um, a, a, a informant called the FBI and started this crazy investigation. Um, and if fucking like 53 people were indicted, for this yeah. scam, it was great. It was a really great show. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. It it's was interesting. I was more sympathetic to most of the victims or the people in the McMillian story, McMillian story, than I was anybody in the Tiger King plot. Yeah. Like there were actual victims in that. Even the people who were forced to, you know, participate. Yeah, the African American mom, the single mom, like she was in a really, she was just trying to make a better life for her kid. And it fucking came up and bit her. They were all cheating. That, that, yeah, but that think about cheating. if you were early 20s, late teens, and had a kid to top it off. I mean, there's not much you wouldn't do if it didn't seem like an outright crime, if it's described the right way to you for a million dollars. Yeah, it's definitely empathetic to their story. But nobody in Tiger King right. was a good person. So I had no, like, you know, connection with any of them. I thought they were yeah. all dirtbags. Yeah, but I, I agree. Like, there was a, a human side to that other than McMillions. Yeah. And it was crazy. It was crazy. It just got crazier every episode. Well, before we go on to the game, uh, what is everybody smoking? Everybody just tell me what, what you're smoking. I have to find my weed. Um, a, a random indica. Random indica from the nerd corners. Santori, what are you smoking? Purple rain. Yes. Oh, can we go back yeah. to what we were watching? Yeah. Did anybody go for it. I know what you're gonna say. Go for it. Did anybody else watch the Prince special or am I the only one? Yes, I, I did. The, oh my god. I loved um damn it. it I always want to call him Nirvana because Dave Girl. Yes, thank you. His version of um <clears throat> Darlin' Nikki was amazing. I'd never heard it before. I guess in the beginning he explained that they did a cover of it back about 20 years ago. And I just loved, like, they added this weird kind of grungy guitar riff to it. Um, I wish Prince could have been there to sing it, but that's okay. And I thought that girl, her, that did the piano version of The Beautiful Ones, that was amazing. And Misty Copeland dancing to it. I mean, it was just, it was a wonderful tribute, but I'm a Prince geek, so... It was wonderful. Yeah, I bought this weed on Tuesday just to like celebrate, you know, his, you know, nice. passing. But yeah, it's good. It was great. Yeah. So sorry, we can all move on now. <laughs> there you go, Dave. You know you're smoking. We got a random indica. We got purple rain. Yeah, dude. So my mom and dad bought me Mandarin Dreams because I still don't have a fucking ID, so I have to <laughs> have my parents buy my weed. <laughs> That is hilarious, Dave. That you're a grown man. <laughs> that makes that cracks me up. 
Nancy, what about you? Jeez, I'm checking. Nancy's leaving the area. So I <laughs> am smoking double lemon pie from my favorite place, Agati. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm smoking wedding cake, also from Agati. And just to show you how serious my prince thing is. <laughs> That's a purple rain candle, it looks like. It is. Crazy. Can I just take when this I moment to point positive out positive vibes? Hmm? Oh, that weed names are stupid. <laughs> weed names are stupid. They've gotten less stupid once we moved into dispensaries. I always hated it when, like, I would go and pick up weed when it was still illegal from people, and they'd be like, "This is whatever stupid name they gave you," and I'm like, "Yo, you're the only person I know who gets it." I can't just go to a shop. So yeah, I'll take whatever. Don't name it. Just call it weed. Give it to me and let me smoke it and get high because I don't know where I'm going to get it next time. I, I'm not saying I condone these names, but I agree the names have gotten better because in the Bay Area in the 90s, like you had like, you know, dirt weed, but they call it Mexican weed, right? And like weird <laughs> things like that. So I, you know, they had Mexican and Thai and I'm much more comfortable at ordering bubblegum kush than Mexican dirt. <laughs> just personally. Mexican dirt weed doesn't exist anymore. One I know. Day, one day, I didn't used to call it that. I used to call it moldy house weed because that's what it smelled like with somebody's moldy basement. <laughs> one thing I want to mention, um, we we live in the greatest time right now because can you imagine fucking going through this shit 10 years ago? No, like, no, no weed. You, know. you had to go find, you had to go meet your dealer and it would be so obvious because cops are like, hey, there's that giant gold, like, <laughs> fucking muscle car driving on the street again. I wonder what he's doing out at 11 o'clock in the morning with all the Priuses that come and park next to him for five minutes. Right. <laughs> we do live in a pretty cool time. And a lot of us are in good situations. You know, Santori said it earlier, it's almost guilty in taking the G-man's money. And it's not, that's not the guilt I think a lot of us feel, and I want to address it before we go to do something fun with the show. I think there's a guilt that's being felt out there because we know a lot of other people are not in the as lucky of a situation that all of us are, where we get to be around our families. We know that we have shelter and we have activities and we have a little bit of space. I live with six people in this house and you couldn't tell it. No one's walked behind me right now. You know, no one's bothered me in the bat cave in, yeah, there's a, in hours. A bat cave below me. <laughs> I think the penguin's behind you though. Right, right. <laughs> But we, we, it, it, we, we understand our privilege because, it's, it, because we worked hard to get here, but luck and, you know, a lot of things got us where we are. Yeah. A lot of the situations that other people do not have the same option of. I'm not going to lie. I feel incredibly guilty that I got a stimulus check because I, I, I've, aside from a very small percentage of commission, I'm not, you know, I'm saving money by not driving to work. So, I I feel guilty. And I, I don't know what's going to happen next month with the economy. So you know, I'm holding on to, we know. to it and seeing what needs to be done. And maybe I don't know. Maybe I use it to help someone else. Who knows? Tori and I have friends in uh, Florida who work for Disney, who is Central Florida's number one uh, employer, and they are having a hell of a time being able to get on unemployment. And this isn't, this is the state of Florida's fault. This is not Walt Disney World's fault. Yeah. It's not the Disney Corporation. They're having a hell of a time. And these are good people. These are good people who work their asses off for not a lot of money. 
Yeah. A really hot steak. And they make so many people's days so right. much better. Magical. All our entitled bullshit when we get there. So the fact that there are people out there who already were working for less than need be, and uh, they're having such a hard time getting the money they need to survive, you know, there is that. So go Abigail Disney. All right, so let's do, speaking of Disney, that's a great segue, man. Is it though? It was, it's yeah. kind of a sad segue. It was like the worst segue ever, but. I mean, it, it had the same subject. So we're playing James's games. And those of you who do not know it, and actually Santori is the only one who has not played it, you played a different version of James's games last time you were on the show. James's games is a fun thing that I made up, and it's just the games that we have. And this is another one of our bracket games, which is always fun. Now, we have four people in the bracket games. Here's how this is going to work. I am going to ask a question. I'm going to give you two options. You got to pick the best one. I'm going to go in order. Only one of you will talk at a time. If there's a tie, I will be the one to break the tie. We're going to go until we have a final. And the subject that we're talking about is Disney movies. We are ranking Disney movies. I, I wrote this like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Your face right there. <laughs> I wrote this shit like three to four weeks ago for another previous <sighs> show. So, uh, I don't know what order I put them in. They're not by highest grossing. They're just random order. So we're going to start the bracket. And uh, so the first two movies that are going against each other is the musical adventure Fantasia, where we get Sorcerer Mickey, or The Lion King. I am going to start in the way my camera looks. It will be to my right and circle around. So, Santori, which movie moves on? Fantasia or The Lion King? Have you seen either of those? Yes, I have, and they're both great. No, no, they are. This is tough, because they're both great. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Fantasia. Santori pushes through Fantasia. All right, we're going to go, uh, Dave, Dave, you're the next one in line. What are you going to say? What moves forward, Fantasia and Lion King? Oh, I think Lion King. Fantasia, I can't get to it. It's boring as shit, but Lion King <laughs> is so fucking good, they made two different versions of it. <laughs> uh, ooh, so it's, it's being thrown down. That puts it to Chris. Chris, who's going to get your shout out now? Boring. Boring. See, he, he already pointed out the Kimba thing. Uh, but no, I'm going to go with Fantasia because it yes. was the, the last big thing that uh, they did when Disney was kind of going in an experimental direction right before World War II broke out and you couldn't afford to do that. So it was a glimpse at an alternate path Disney could have taken. Oh, there you go. So Chris is giving you uh, like the film, the importance of film in Historia behind Fantasia. Santori, it's called the uh, pretentious view. The, the pretentious view. That's right. Chris is representing the pretentious view. Santori just pushed out Fantasia. Dave is out there saying that uh, Lion Kings was so good that they made it twice. Nancy, that goes to you. Where are you going to go? Well, I would argue it, it needed to be made again. You know, maybe there was something lacking the first time. No. <laughs> um, actually, I, I pick Fantasia just because I, I love I thought it was beautifully made, and I'm a music geek, so I liked the interpretation of the music individuals. I could see why it would be boring for some, wow. but personal preference. 
And Lion King freaking traumatized me as a kid. Like, that's a terrible idea. Your dad could die in front of you one day. Like, you you know, my dad had type 1 diabetes. I was already aware of that, but I, I didn't need the reminder. Wow. Dave, <laughs> you got shut down. Uh, but I got to tell you, buddy, I was with you, too. I, I, I would have gone Lion King over Fantasia. How does it feel to be completely outvoted? Like, everybody- you know, Hakuna Matata is what I <laughs> There you go. There you go. But, but Dave, that's good because you got to start this next one off. So Lion King is out of this bracket, but we have Sleeping Beauty versus Tarzan. Already with Dave. You like Tarzan, man, but Sleeping Beauty is classic. It's a classic Disney movie. They, you know, Disney's building castles in their parks because of this movie. Um, I don't fucking remember anything except for Rosie O'Donnell as a gorilla from Tarzan and Phil Collins did the soundtrack. I don't remember anything from that movie. So Sleeping Beauty. Dave goes to the classic this time. He goes with the Sleeping Beauty. All right, Nerd Corner, what are you going to tell me on that? You going to follow it, Dave, or are you going to go your own way? Um, you know, I like Tarzan. I think it's one of those... Uh, I wouldn't say it's a classic, but it, I don't think it gets enough credit. But no, Sleeping Beauty, just awesome animation, and it's iconic. It scared the crap out of me as a little kid. <laughs> right. Okay, so this may be lopsided. Nancy, we're going to go to you. We may not even need to go to Santori. Are you going to fight? <laughs> yes, Santori. Will I be there in your heart? Are you going to knock Tarzan out before it even has a chance? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no contest. Sleeping Beauty is a, it's a classic when compared to Tarzan in particular. I, I like two songs in the movie, and I love those two songs way more than any of the movies. So. Well, there you go. Santori, we have no use for you on this question. That's <laughs> fine. I didn't want to play anyway. Just but throws the camera down. Tarzan, was that where you're going to go? No, I was going to go Sleeping Beauty because i never seen Tarzan. I was going to go Sleeping Beauty, too. That was definitely an unstacked, you know, competition. But there you got a shit ton of great movies. There was always going to be some unstacked competition in there. Moving down the line, following the way that we were doing it thus far, Chris, you get to start off. And it is a classic versus a new one again. Hmm. Inside Out versus... 101 Dalmatians. Ooh, that's a good one. These, in my mind, these are both good within their own genre. So where are you going to go? The new Inside Out, or are you going to do 101 Dalmatians? Chris? Um, I like Inside Out. It's, I mean, they did a good job of kind of of exploring like the ideas and themes they wanted to do it's not my favorite pixar once again i'm gonna go with 101 dalmatians just it's it's that classic disney animation i i don't know it, it's hard to like i can't explain exactly why it's just because it, it's the classic it's this the animation it's the it's wholesome it feels warm and nice in a quarantine Chris is sticking with the pretentious answers and going with 101 Dalmatians, which is a fair way to go. Nothing wrong with loving the classics. It's a, it's a warm blanket. <laughs> it is a warm blanket. Nancy, what about you? Are you going to go with Inside Out or the 101 Dalmatians? I'm going Inside Out. Because, I mean, normally it's, 101 Dalmatians is okay, but it wasn't even my favorite of the old movies anyway. So, uh, whereas Inside Out really stuck out as one of the Pixar ones that I 
honestly one of my favorite because um, I really love the emotions behind the story. It, it all takes place in San Francisco and I'm the area girl. So there's some of that, but also like, I just, and maybe it's partly having kids that were transitioning into teenagers as that movie came out. So there was that, that part of me who wondered like, what part of the brain is working in you today? You know? And then right. at the end, there's that part where she hugs her parents and she breathes. And I've had that yeah. before, you know, where it's like, this is fucking over. Thank you. And I know that's not how teenage work really works. You know, she's gonna have many more days like that, but it was just such a, it was a satisfying moment emotionally. Yeah, it very much is. Santori, what are you gonna oh, say? You need me to participate now, huh? Yeah, you get to participate in it. Suddenly he's valid. Now, huh? no, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I might just keep it to myself. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. Really? Really? Yeah. That's because you're nothing but the uh, the one character. That's nah, because I've never seen the new. Uh, yeah, that's what I was guessing. <laughs> so Dave, Dave, you either push it over to me. He has a, he hasn't seen Inside Out. You either push it over to me or you take Under No One Dalmatians on. What's it gonna be? So are we talking about which is the better of the movies, or are we talking about which is my favorite of the two? Which is your favorite of the two? Where that's Inside Out is my favorite of the two, hands down. The, probably the better. Oh, the, no, no, the better, the better. I'm sorry, better. I, I want to know your favorite. Which one's the better of the two? Wait. I think the better of the two is 101 Dalmatians. Because um, we're talking about another iconic Disney movie versus a really, really great Pixar movie. But personally, I enjoy Inside Out more, but I think the better movie in the long run is 101 Dalmatians. Well, well and you can't beat that Glenn Close performance. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> get really mad for a minute be like you're picking the live action over inside out can you believe it well we're not gonna have the same problem that we had before except maybe that santori may not have seen both the two (laughs) but um the next two are both within the same really close within their genre so we are going moana and princess and the frog oh okay we start with you moana or princess and the frog I think there's a heavy favorite, but I think people could be surprised by this one. I'm, I'm, I don't know. We'll see. Nancy? Oh, me first. Sorry. Okay. Well, Quincy, I swear to God, I didn't even know we were doing this today. Okay. But I bought my first pair of sweatpants ever in like, since I was a kid. And I don't know if you can see, <laughs> but that should answer your question. So Nancy's sweatpants say Moana to move on to the next round. Santori. Which is the better of the movie, Princess and the Frog or Moana? Have you seen Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Have you seen them both? Yes. I seen Princess and the Frog. There you go. I like Princess and the Frog. That's a fun one. What about you, Dave? Yeah, man. I love Princess and the Frog too. It's really fun, but Moana. Lin Manuel Miranda does the music. Yeah. That right there put it over the edge. Good. Yeah. No, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Chris, is this going to be, a, does Mike get outvoted again? Are you pushing it on? Or? I, I like him. I, I like both of them and big jazz person. So I like Princess and the Frog, but Jermaine Clement in Moana doing Tamatoa as Bowie. Like, I got to go with Moana. Yeah. And- <laughs> that was just like that. That was just a moment of Zen for me seeing that in the theater. I'm like, oh, it's the Bowie voice. It's, yeah. in, in my opinion, Princess and the Frog, as far as soundtrack 
as far as musicality, Princess and the Frog blows Moana out of the water. But Moana yep. is a better movie. They both have strong female leads, which is not, it's a newer concept besides, you know, like princess type characters. Mm. But Tiana, the lesson there was don't always focus so much on doing what you want to do with your life and have fun. So it's yep. not a very motivating <laughs> life lesson. Whereas Moana, it was go out, do what you're supposed to do. Don't let things get in your way. And I and thought hang that was out with lesson. The Rock whenever possible. That's but, it. Which is a good <laughs> life lesson anyhow. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're back to uh, starting off with Santori again and Moana. Moana moves forward. Uh, next thing that we're going up is Zootopia, which is a... Uh, versus Frozen, the juggernaut. The oh. juggernaut Frozen versus Zootopia. Mike, you're Santori, you're going first. We're going to go. You gonna Frozen. Utopia? Frozen. Oh yeah, of course. Frozen. This may be a, an unfair one. Dave, you gonna do something different? You gonna tell me Zootopia is better than Frozen? No, it's it's better. Frozen. Frozen Two is better than Frozen One. Frozen One much better than Zootopia. Chris, Zootopia, Frozen. I haven't seen Zootopia, so I guess Frozen. Nancy. Yeah, Frozen. Zootopia was very cute. It's hard. It's cute. It's not gonna stand up. It wasn't a great movie. Yeah. It was cute. No, there was like that DMV scene that was great, but other than that, I've heard from the internet it made a lot of people this. ask very uncomfortable questions. That's pretty much the extent of what I know about Zootopia. Considering the fact that it's about animals, I don't even want to know what those questions were. <laughs> Rabbits and foxes. The they, they they were too young to, to for gadget. They've ruined another generation of Disney people. Which, by the way, <laughs> Rescue Rangers were on the most recent episode of Ducktales. Oh, yeah. Right. Dutch is bringing in, like, the entire Disney afternoon for little tidbits on each of their episodes this season. It's awesome. Okay, here's two ones that might be tough for people to choose from. Tangled, Dave, we're starting with you. Tangled versus Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, That's a really – that's a tough one because I like them both a lot. I'm going to say Wreck-It Ralph because I think it's funnier. Okay. I just think it's funnier. The cast is better. And so I think that that puts it over the top, but just by a small amount. There you go, Chris. Tangled, record old Ralph. Mm, I like Tangled because when I saw that, that w- it was kind of unexpected. It, it felt kind of classic Disney. Like I, I like Wreck-It Ralph. I, I love John C. Riley and everything, but like Tangled, just slightly edges it out for me. So and these music. Do a running even with Dave and Chris Nancy. You're the next one in line. Will you go Tangled or Wreck-It Ralph? I, I honestly, I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. This is probably uh, the most even-footed one. Yeah. It's the hardest call so far. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with... This is a hard one. I'm going with Tangled. Yeah. But like that much. Yeah, that's what everybody these these two are pretty much running right side to side. Santori, you can what are you Ralph. gonna do? Second Ralph or Tango? Ralph. Ralph. Oh. Right. oh it's a lot of the first tie that came up here. And I agree with everybody across the board about the which one is just inching over the other one. You know what? But I'm gonna go with I think. I enjoy the songs better in Tangled, and uh, 
Yeah, I think yeah, Tangle's gonna. It's gonna be Tangle. Tangle gets to move on <sighs> over Record Ralph. Tangle is. Are there any songs Tangle. in Record Ralph? No. Can no. I see you again? That's why he likes the songs better in Tangle. <laughs> <laughs> it wins by default. Right, it wins by default because it had songs in it. Record Ralph. It was funny, but it, uh, I think Tangled is all around. When we're deciding what's a better movie, I think Tangled is a better. For sure, and Chris is right. Like it reminds you of old school Disney. It, yeah. You know, you could totally set uh, Robin Hood in the same world that Tangled was. Yeah. Right. Well, and what I like with that one, like I saw it years after it came out, and it, it had been hyped up as like, oh, it felt like old school Disney, and it was one of the few movies where I was like, oh, okay, that lived up to the hype. It was just. It was nice. It it was still like witty enough without getting into the whole like Shrek DreamWorks wink wink nudge nudge thing. Yeah. It was just enough of that. Right. James, they do like the weed flute. Yeah, yeah. The weed flute, like I'm Puck, and this is a midsummer. Um, all right. So going forward, this. Uh, I'm interested to see people's response to this. You have the Walt Disney classic, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the one that really just took a, took off for him, versus one that people either love or hate, Lilo and Stitch. Chris, you get to start off. What is a better movie? A better movie, and it's an interesting better movie. movie. Snow White. Better movie. Snow White, just because... Because of a person I saw Lilo and Stitch with too many times, Snow White. <laughs> okay. okay. Chris pushed on Snow White. Nancy, what's it's a like better a competition? Lilo and Stitch is barely a Disney movie. It's only a Disney movie because Disney made it. It just doesn't fall in the same category at all. So we had two Snow Whites knocking out. Santori, it goes to you. What are you going to give me? Are we going to do a, you like some Elvis or are you going to go classic and uh, go with Snow White? I'm going to have to go with Snow White. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave, David. Got, sorry, David. It started the whole thing. Dave, were you gonna argue for Lilo and Stitch? Without is that where you were gonna go? No, I was gonna say like you. We wouldn't have Disney today if it wasn't for Snow White. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna see if that it, it's foundational. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see if that foundational argument carries through to the end of the bracket system. It's really easy in the first round. Let's see how foundational you care about Snow White going forward. Fine, Nancy. The Little Mermaid versus The Incredibles. I know nobody's gonna like my answer, but The Incredibles. Hmm. All right. Don't like The Little Mermaid. I think it's gaslighting in a lot of ways. Wow. I have social issues with that movie. There's a lot of issues with The Little Mermaid carrying on through life. Incredibles is is a pretty strong movie. Santori, what are you gonna say? You gonna go Little Mermaid? You gonna go Incredibles? I'm going to go with Ariel. Stay with Ariel. Mike is staying classic. He does not care about the Me Too movement as we've <laughs> um, What about Dave? Dave, are you woke? Are you going with Dwayne? Are you staying with Ariel? Are you going with The Incredibles? No, man. I think uh, The Incredibles is far and away a better movie. Yeah. Just the writing, the art, um, characters, just a much better movie all around. All right, that's Chris. You're here. I'm gonna say the Little Mermaid is basically like the you know the the Lilo and Stitch, where it's kind of like it's a movie, but it's not like a great movie. Yeah, even as a little girl, as a little girl, I had like four Disney VHSs. They were the Little Mermaid, um, 
Cinderella, the Aristocats, and Snow White. And I never watched Little Mermaid. I gave it to my cousin. Little Mermaid started the Disney Renaissance. The new I don't. Yeah, the, the one that made it. Chris, what are you going to do? What's a better movie? Or is it the history of Disney and the fact that the Little Mermaid kicked off its next golden era? What's gonna, what it's going to be for you? Little Mermaid, just because to me, The Incredibles was the opposite of what Tangled was. Um, I saw it years after it came out and it had been hyped up so much that it's like, I, I appreciate it, what they did with it. Like it was a good movie. I like the little mermaid more and with the Incredibles, I will bread bird did a fantastic job. Iron giant, still better animated bread bird movie. Hands down, even though that's not here nor there, but just have to remind people of that. Another time for me, and unfortunately, the only thing that was going to get The Little Mermaid past The Incredibles, in my mind, was going to be that it restarted Disney's golden era. But that is not enough for me to say that it was a better movie than The Incredibles. The Incredibles is by far a better movie, in my mind. Than it's one of the best comic book movies. The Little Mermaid. Yeah, it's not even a comic book movie. It's one of the best superhero movies. Yeah, it's a strong okay. movie. And they have a great ride in Hollywood, uh, Disney's California Adventure. It is, it is yeah. a fantastic ride. Yeah. It sucked yeah. until it was incredibly themed. But yeah. now that it's incredibly themed, it's great. Yeah. I don't it's know great. what happened. You're like trying to keep up with Baby Jack Jack. It's so fun. Yeah. All right. So, Santori, you're going to run this one to start it off. We've got Mulan versus Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Simple answer from Santori. Dave, they're about to make a live action Mulan or should it be a live action Nemo? Which is a better movie? Shit. <laughs> Another close one, man. I'm just going to say Nemo for just by a hair. Just by a hair. The art is just a little bit better. Chris, will they make a man out of you? Are you going to go <laughs> with the little fish or are you going to you know, shout out for Mulan? Uh. Nemo. Nemo was another one. It was just, it, it was fun. Yeah. And it, it was something kind of different for Disney and Pixar. Yeah. Just okay. fun movie. Nancy? Yeah, the only thing that makes a comedy... Oh, are you still talking? What would you have done? I think there was a lag there. Sorry. <laughs> you don't need to vote. What would you have done, though? I mean, I think I know what you would have done. Uh, Nemo. Yeah, no. The only thing I love better than a comedy is a comedy that tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, and that's a good one that does it. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. Classic versus newer classic. See, it's going to come down to what you, you kind of like better and think is better. Hercules versus the aristocrats, and we start with Captain Redbeard. The, I don't know. Um... Where were they again? I totally lost. <laughs> it was the aristocrats because I did the joke, the aristocrats, and I couldn't remember what the fuck the other one was. <laughs> Hercules. Uh, that's how forgettable that movie is. Um, no, actually, I will go. So I'll say Hercules. It's funnier. I, I think it's funnier. <laughs> I'm just going to go on that pure alone. You clearly have never heard The Aristocrats. <laughs> it's Wait, the dirtiest what? fucking movie in the Earth. world. Not the name of the movie, you guys. The weird one. The Aristocats. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Chris, Cats or Hercules? Uh, Hercules, James Woods. There you go. People 
fucking love uh, James Woods as uh, Hades. Good role of James Woods. Nancy. Cats is one of the three Disney movies I watched as a kid. All right. So loyalty goes to the Aristocats. That means Santori, you get to either make me break a tie or you get to give Hercules a win. What are you going to go? Hercules gets the win. Hercules gets the win. No one loved your cats, Nancy. They're not my cats. They're not they're Disney's You're cats. Also mean to Nancy. Everyone uh, loves my cat. Well, wait, no, they're right. <laughs> Chris, Pinocchio or Aladdin? Mm. Pinocchio. Because of the classicness, the potential. Yeah, just like I, I, I really like Aladdin, but yeah, Pinocchio. It's just it's it's the warm blanket thing again. There you go. That's a fair argument, Nancy. Do you have the warm blanket feeling about Pinocchio, or are you an Aladdin girl? Yeah, no, I, I, definitely warm blanket Pinocchio. I mean, they still that when you wish upon the star, they sing it at all the Disney events. Still, it's 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 right up there with Snow White being a foundation. You know, Vantori foundation. Even though Pinocchio is classic and will always like remain a huge classic, what Orlando will do, but. Robin Williams, man, he entertained me throughout the whole thing. So yeah, I gotta go with Aladdin. Ah, so it's not gonna be a shutout, Dave. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna make this interesting, or are you gonna go with Pinocchio as well? You, when you first asked the question, I was gonna say uh, Aladdin, but listening to everybody else's answers, I they convinced me that um, it would be Pinocchio for sure. Ah, see, this is what happens when you. When you get to answer in order, you and Chris and Nancy change Dave's opinion. It was going to be a tiebreaker. Nancy's uh, argument was very convincing. You know, when you wish upon a star, that that's iconic. You can't. Yeah. But Rob Williams was great, though. Can't uh-huh. you can't do that? Yeah, and if you ask me who I like better, the actor that played Jiminy Cricket or the actor that played Jiminy, that would be a different debate. But overall, movies, no good. All right. Well, you got to start the new one off then, Nancy. Hunchback of Notre Dame versus The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, Emperor's New Groove. I think it's the most underrated Disney movie of all time. That was a simple answer. Santori. Emperor's New Groove. That, it was, it's great. There you go. This is running quick. Why did they not have a roller coaster yet? Dave. Uh, it's a hard one. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Emperor's New Groove. Fucking Kronk alone yeah. is the best, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, does he get a shutout? Uh, yeah, shut it's, as much as I like the music in Hunchback, just anything with, uh, what's his name, Putty. <laughs> I'm a fan of. Like you with said, David Gronk. Spade? You just can't get enough David Spade? No, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Oh. Croc. Croc. Yeah, the guy who plays Gronk, and I hate that I can't. Patrick, Patrick Warburton. Warburton. Yeah. Putty. The, 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 the like unofficial voice of Disney. Yeah, yeah. I love Putty. Um, all right. Going, that was a pretty easy one. Here's two classics, and they're going to start with you, Santori. Jungle Book, Cinderella. Jungle Book. Oh. All right. So, Santori, that was an easy one for Santori, but I'm looking at the other faces on this, except Chris, who has a very cool uh, poker mm-hmm. face. Uh, Dave, you're next. Jungle Book or Cinderella? I'm going to say Jungle Book, man. Uh, I think they're both, on the quality scale, they're both – equal and so i'm just going with what i enjoyed most that's the only thing that i can go off of there i enjoy go. jungle book more chris jungle book cinderella jungle book same uh, thing as dave just 
I really enjoy The Jungle Book. Wow, it's, it is a great movie. Nancy, were you going to make it a, were they gonna, was Jungle Book going to sweep it? If it were which movie I personally like better, I would pick Cinderella. As a kid, I wore the tape out on that one. I had it memorized, like, as a five-year-old. My parents said I used to, like, say it out loud in the car on long road trips. <laughs> so, um, but it wasn't even, like, the first princess movie of the Foundation of Disney. So I got to give it to Jungle Book. It was a different story. It was something new. It's a better movie. See, so some of these classics were... They, they are pretty easy decisions, and let's hope we can keep going through this because it's going to be weird. Dave, you've got Robin Hood versus Bambi. Aww. Oh, so, once again, Chris's response is cool and not calculated. I'm you just... guys all give away things on your face. Chris just hears it, and he just sits there. <laughs> Another button becomes unbuttoned on his shirt as he just sits there, <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> Dave, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go Bambi because it's an iconic movie. And Robin Hood is great, and I love, love, love Robin Hood. But Bambi is an iconic movie. It, it's a better movie. Chris, do you agree Bambi. with that statement? Yeah, same thing. Got to go with Bambi on that one. Like, both good movies, but it's iconic. And they're going to make a, um, a new Robin Hood movie, Disney announced. <laughs> I hope it's with a live action fox. Nancy, do we even have to ask Santori? Or are you going to argue for Robin Hood over? I am going to argue for Robin Hood. Oh. Um, it, it's a better story to begin with. Uh, and I think it's interesting <laughs> for me. Like, Robin Hood was one of the first ones where it made Marion in that story. I mean, she, yes, she's being held captive still and everything, but. She was kind of independent in her own way, too. I know she was a fox, and she hung out with a chicken and everything, but those girls were sort of independent. And in a time where, other than that, our, our female role models were Cinderella, where you sit around and hope some guy liked your foot. You know, it was, it was a nice, it was a, fresh, a new story or a new character of, for me, for women. So, and, and Bambi, the mom did all that work, and then she died, and the deadbeat dad shows up at the end. Is like, Boy, I'm going to take care of you now. You know, it's just kind of like, you can do shit. He's practically grown up. I Mike mean, Santori may years, not have become adults like a year and a half later. Mike Santori may not have seen Bambi. Spoilers. You know? <laughs> what? Bambi's mom died? No way. They shot the bitch. And then they were <laughs> no, like, the movie. Oh, hell, that's a, that sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> Bambi, Santori. But uh, no, I I would go with Bambi because it's iconic, but it is really sad, and I do like Thumper a lot. But you know, I I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Robin Hood. Oh, I know. didn't expect that. Yeah, no. This time. I, yeah, just because of the fact that she she convinced me it's a good story, and you know, it's it's you know, still I going. I mean, Bambi, you know, you only did one. But Robin Hood, like you just said, they're making another Robin Hood movie, so they're going to keep it going. So, yeah. They are both Disney classics. Um, but if I lay it down and I say the story from the beginning to the end of the movie, which developed a better story and all, the, all together was a better movie, Robin Hood was a better movie. It was a better told, complete story in my mind. So Robin Hood, strangely enough, I didn't think it was going to beat out Bambi, but it did. But I didn't see that coming until I had to sit and really think about that out. Beauty and the Beast versus Peter Pan. 
Chris. Mm, Peter Pan. Classic. They're, yeah, classic. Troublesome stuff in there, but. <laughs> It's not like Beauty and the Beast isn't troublesome. Well, yeah. Both of, those, both of these have some serious issues with lots of things. But Peter Pan put it in song. So that, that may be a little bit more of a problem. A couple times. There are like a couple bad songs in Peter Pan. Um, Peter Pan, Beauty and the Beast, Nancy. Um, I, I don't know. Casual racism or Stockholm Syndrome. Right. I guess Peter Pan was a better movie. But okay. Beauty and the Beast was a better animation, in my opinion. That was still hand animated, right? Yeah. So. Uh, that's when they had first started bringing in, because they did a CG for, oh, like the ballroom scene. But it, a lot of it was hand animated. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got it. I, Peter Pan's classic. We'll give it to the classic. There you go. Santori, are you going to stick with the classic, or do you think Beauty and the Beast is better? Captain Hook. Captain Hook, Peter Pan wins it. Dave, would you have made it a sweep? No, actually. I thought Beauty and the Beast was better. I also agreed with you. My favorite Disney animated movie of all time. It's, it's, I love Beauty and the Beast. I think it's wonderful. I would have gone with you. But what we had to say did not matter because the numbers went the other way. The last question in the first round, and then we'll know our brackets going forward. And it starts with Nancy. Old school Dumbo versus Lady and the Tramp. Oh, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. That was easy for Nancy. Is this easy for you, Santori? Dumbo. Whoa, we're breaking in half. Dave, what are you going to give me here? Dave? Dumbo. Dumbo. Chris? Uh, Dumbo. Dumbo takes it. Dumbo is a <laughs> simple thing. That was it, Lady and the Tramp. Although the live action Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus is amazing. Everyone should go check it out. Was there no Song of the South on that list? No, no. The Song of the South does not exist in Disney. Except in that one <laughs> ride. We are, no, that's just a song. That has nothing to do with it's anything. All right. So we're moving on to the second round. We're going to start off with Mike again. Mike, we got Fantasia versus Sleeping Beauty. Which of the classics gets to move forward? Fantasia. Mike sticks with Fantasia. Actually, you said Lion King last time, so you're you've changed your push. No, uh, I didn't say Fantasia no, last said Fantasia. time. Dave said Lion King. Yes. Dave, Fantasia or Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty. He goes with Sleeping Beauty. Chris. Um, I'm still gonna go with Fantasia. Okay. So Dave, you're gonna get knocked out again by three. Let's find out. Nancy, Fantasia or Sleeping Beauty? Fantasia. Dave, you cannot win. For losing against Fan, you vote against Fantasia, and it is not happening for you. But that's just like last time. We get to start with you on the next round. 101 Dalmatians versus Moana. Are you going to kill the classics now? Moana. Moana, easy. Chris. Mm, Moana. Moana. Moana's making a run for it. Nancy. Yeah. Uh, Moana. Simple, easy across. Santori, would you have made it a uh, clean sweep? No. No. One one. You would have picked 101 Dalmatians, Santori. Mm -hmm. You've got to watch more movies. Moana's a far better movie than that. Moving forward. Oh, Frozen versus Tangled, and it goes to Chris. Mm, tangled. Tangled for Chris. Nancy? Frozen. Easy. Santori? Frozen. 
Uh, Dave? Frozen. Chris just said Tangled because he knew everyone else was <laughs> and he wanted to give it a little bit of love. I like Tangled. What can I say? <laughs> I thought Brave wasn't on here. Because uh, Brave doesn't deserve to be on the list. Because I had to come up with exactly 32 okay. and I stopped. Yeah, like, nobody got a sequel either. So. Okay. That's um, the Great Mouse Detective wasn't on here either. Who oh, yeah. absolutely should have been on there. Um, all right, Nancy. Snow White. Versus The Incredibles. Oh man. And you were the one who started The Incredible Push last time. I so. did. I did. No, I... It's, it's, it's the whole reason any of the rest of them exist. So I gotta give it to him. Yeah. All right, Santori? Snow White. Snow White is going farther than I expected it to do. I thought somebody would shoot. Are you gonna go with Incredibles, Dave? Or is Snow White? Um, Snow White set the standard for Disney movies. <laughs> Chris, are you going to go against the grain or? Snow White. Wow, Snow White keeps running up that list. All right, moving on. We're back to you starting it off, Santori. This is a strange one. I think I know where we're going to go with this. You've got Finding Nemo versus Hercules. Nemo. Dave. Nemo. Chris. Mm, Nemo. Nancy would have been a clean sweep. That's it. Nemo had that one. <clears throat> that one was not surprising me. Oh, but this one's going to be a little bit of a challenge, and you could go with it, Dave. Emperor's New Groove versus Pinocchio. <laughs> All right. Since we're going on the criteria of better movie, Pinocchio is going to be winner on that one. Chris? Uh, Pinocchio. Nancy? <laughs> okay, I still think that Emperor's New Groove is the most underrated Disney shut movie of all time. But that being said, Pinocchio is a better movie. <laughs> Santori. Emperor's. Weird, but you got knocked out in the eye and you have to even really ask you because everybody else voted for Pinocchio. Man. <laughs> um, sorry, man. I got some of that weed stuck in my throat right there. Okay. Um, my eyes are watering and shit. <laughs> Chris, you get to start this one off. We have Jungle Book versus Robin Hood. Mm, Jungle Book. Music wins out. Oh, that was my argument for saying. I hope it doesn't come back to haunt me. <laughs> Nancy? I don't know. Um, I'm going to go Robin Hood. Yeah, I like that story. <laughs> Santori. Jungle Book. Ah, oh, you left Robin Hood behind. What about you, Dave? Jungle Book. Robin Hood did not need to go through, and I wasn't going to say it this time in the argument. It was going to go Jungle Book as well. All right. And so, Nancy, Peter Pan or Dumbo? Um, Peter Pan. Santori? Dumbo. Dave? Dumbo. Oh, Chris? Dumbo. <laughs> this is it. We are down to our final eight, and we've got a lot of the classics in there. We're starting with Santori again. You have to go Fantasia. Will Fantasia move it into the final four, or will it be Moana? Fantasia. <laughs> All right. Santori sticks with Fantasia. Dave, Dave, where go? what moves forward? Uh, yeah, Moana. No Moana. question. Chris. Uh, Fantasia. Oh, Fantasia is a strong one. Nancy? 
Yeah, no, Moana's my girl. I love that whole vibe, but Fantasia, it, it, it was a different Disney movie. Dave, man. Dave, it's just not happening for you. <laughs> that magic hat is just as iconic as when you wish upon a star, if you think about it, you know. They used to have it in front of the Hollywood studios. Uh, the great movie ride. It used to be a big magic hat. It's just so boring. <laughs> so boring. It's beautiful. It's just boring. Dave hates Fantasia. Um, all right, Dave. Well, my you parents would back. put that movie on to put me to sleep. So <laughs> I used to like, see it, man, I gotta fall asleep. To sleep. <laughs> All right, Dave, if you want to kill a classic, here's your chance because you've got to decide between Frozen or Snow White. That's an shit. Uh, What's a better I'm, I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I've been pretty consistent with this. Um, Snow White wins out because it, there's no Disney without Snow White. All right, Chris, are you staying with the classics? It goes Snow to White. <laughs> same thing it's just like you you don't have everything that came after if you don't have that there nancy hey um i was all for respecting the classics and and they're the pillar of why disney exists and everything but if you put the story of snow white against the story of frozen as a woman i prefer the story of frozen because the snow white trope is old and played and i would prefer that my daughter have elsa as their role model Okay, there you go. Santori, what's a better movie, Frozen or Snow White? I got to follow that with Snow White. Really? <laughs> it's a lot. Fuck your feminism. Right? Fuck your feminism. That sucks. But yeah, I was originally going Snow White and I'm still in, but I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm not faulting Snow anybody White. for picking it. I understand why it would be fine. Wow. Frozen yeah. got, Frozen didn't even make the top four, which. It's surprising, which makes me wonder, is there any movie out there that has the ability to beat Snow White left on this list? Um, next up, we are at Chris, right? Yeah. We've got Finding Nemo versus Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Oh, simple. Nancy? Yeah, Pinocchio. People are going classic. Santori? I, I like Nemo, but yeah, we're going classic. I would say Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah, Dave, Pinocchio. <laughs> That's it. Well, <clears throat> interesting. It's going to be an interesting Final Four. All right. And so, yeah, we have no new movies in the Final Four because the last question, starting with Nancy, you have Jungle Book versus Dumbo. Jungle Book. Dumbo Book? Jungle Book. Okay. Jungle Book. Santori? <laughs> if they said book, never. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Jungle Book. Jungle, Jungle Book. book. All right, Chris, would you have made it a sweep? Jungle Book. Jungle Book, all right. We, guys, not one of these movies that we still have on this list was made before 19, or made after 1965, I think. I think every single one of these movies was made before even 1960. Thousands. Yeah, I mean, these movies, every one of these movies is 60 fucking years old at least. But... Here we go. It shows how great they were. Huh? It just shows how fucking great they were. They, they must later, and they're still the best movies that Disney has put out. Well, what is, we're going to find out what the best of the best is. And because it's fun, uh, we're going to start again with uh, Santori. Santori, 
your decision is Fantasia versus Snow White. Fantasia. Fantasia. So there we're going. Dave, you hate Fantasia and you and you embrace the love <laughs> through the whole thing. I can only imagine what your answer is gonna be, but let's go with it. Where are you gonna go? Uh, yes, no way. I would say I would say go for Fantasia because everybody seems to go against what I what I think on this one. So, but I'm gonna actually go Snow White. There you go, Chris. Uh, Fantasia. There you go. All right, is Fantasia gonna make it, or do I have to break the tie, Nancy? Yeah, if I have to choose a movie with great music and great animation versus a princess story, Fantasia is a better movie. The princess story. I get it. I respect it. And I, hey, who doesn't love a good princess story? It's just that was all we had for a while. Let me ask you, by the show of hands, how many of you would have said that Fantasia was better than Frozen? Uh, that what? Fantasia was better than Frozen. I would have. I would have. So it's, I just was wondering, because that's what I, I, I thought it was going to be a strong container against Snow White. So, and Frozen. The thing about the music is the music isn't Disney music. It's classical pieces of music. <laughs> Whereas Frozen, all original music, Moana, all original music. I think the music is better in those movies than Fantasia because it's stuff you've been hearing all along. It's not well, the better movie overall. So you feel like the music, the animation, I mean, what they were doing at the year they made it and all of that plays a role. And I appreciate, I don't think, and I have a feeling you're one of those people who doesn't music and I know that sounds super crazy but there are times when I hear music that I see things like I don't know if I can explain that being an artist interpret it was super cool because I, I always thought I was weird like I don't know that's weird All right, but I get it it's not technically a movie there's no plot Pinocchio versus the Jungle Book Dave Jungle Book Chris Jungle Book Nancy yeah Jungle Book Santori Jungle Book so the Jungle Book easily makes it through. Is there a question real quick? Is huh? the Jungle Book, is the Jungle Cruise based off of the Jungle Book? No. no. It's well, based off of Walt's real life uh, adventures, his uh, stories that he did about animals. So, which were really popular in the very beginning. Now I know. Fantasia versus the Jungle Book. We're going to start back at Santori just because it bounces around. Fantasia, Jungle Book. Damn. Fantasia. Hey. Yeah, Jungle Book, man. You don't even need, you just passed me. Jungle Book. I say Jungle Book. Chris. Fantasia. Nancy. I'm sorry, Dave. Fantasia. The Jungle Book, the Jungle Book gets knocked out, Dave. The great part is every time the Fantasia was against anything, you voted against Fantasia, and every single person voted against you. But strangely enough, it is the first movie I wrote down. When I thought of this list of movies, the first one I thought of was Fantasia. It's the first one I wrote down. It became the one that won this thing after all. We're saying the greatest Disney movie of that entire list that we just put out there was Fantasia. Thank you so much for playing, James. Sorry, Dave. Poor <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I really have. Switch up the strain you have and give it another shot, you know? <laughs> you know? Maybe there'll be a Mahai podcast review that I can do. I'll get super blazed and watch Fantasia and see if I can appreciate it in my entire year. <laughs> there you go. Or get that 40 milligram edible. Mystery Science Theater and do your own commentary over it. There I'd love go. to hear it. That would, 
commentary over over music like that would be great. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for always all coming out. I want to give you guys each a chance to do a shout out and a promotion real quick. I'm going to start Ooh. in the same circle I was going before because it works with my mind. It's clockwise the way I see it. Santori, give me a promotion. Tell me what people should see about you. Uh, what they should see is uh, my Facebook page on uh, Facebook Santori uh, comedy Facebook page and also World Generation Podcast. Um, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, um, Colorado time, 9 o'clock, Minnesota, and 10 o'clock, uh, Orlando, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. We do understand how time zones work. Thank you so much for being our guest in here. Santori, Thanks for having me. Dave, Dave, give us, uh, give us what we need to hear from you. Yeah, coming up this week, I'm going to have another episode of my Race Through Space read-along podcast. Uh, I'll be starting off uh, book two of my Race Through Space series, The Wave of Time. Um, that's been really fun to put together. So that'll be up sometime next week. Excellent. Chris, what do you got for us? Um, trying to get back into regular streaming with the Nerd Corner. So uh, definitely check on their twitch.tv uh, slash nerd underscore corner. Been doing some of the uh, tilt brush streams on there, the Google art thing, and then working on some YouTube stuff as well. And you'll find all of that under uh, the Truckee Pacific YouTube page. Nice. Nancy. Uh, I've been working with Melody on her music class. And, um, you know, this week I plan to get dressed every day. So. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes all you can ask for. I will send you updates. <laughs> Nancy does get dressed, which is an important thing that we all need to learn. Uh, as for me, you can check out James in the Giant Country. We are going to have some guests on the next show. We got a crap ton of listeners last time and viewers. Uh, it takes place in Nerd Corner Studios. Chris is the killer uh, editor on that. As far as having to reach us, you can reach us at the Mile High Podcast on Facebook. You can reach us at the Nerd Corner on Facebook. You can reach us at Santori on Facebook. And you can reach us at Truckee Pacific on Facebook. Our email is at milehighpodcast at gmail.com and truckeepacificproductions at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at highpodcast. I would like to thank everybody for doing the Zoom thing. I'm glad that we got to see inside Chris's back cave. Uh, I hope you all are staying safe. I hope your families are staying safe. I hope you're watching your hands. And uh, thank you all. Good night. All right. Good night. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.